Hello and welcome to the Rise of Her podcast. I'm your host, Roxanne. I'm a mum of four, wife and business owner. This is the podcast where we talk self-development, health and wellness, mindset, balancing career and family and everything in between. Think of me as your supportive bestie as we grow together and become the best versions of ourselves. If you want to create a life that you love, then you're in the right place. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Rise of Her podcast. I hope you've all had an incredible week so far. Today we are going to be talking a little bit about habits. Now I absolutely love habits. They completely transformed my life and the ability to change your habits is such a great skill and something that I think everybody should practice practice. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. I'm going to share a few strategies which I have learned, which I implement into how I change habits. A big part of it is self-awareness as well. So being aware of your current habits, but we will go through that a little bit more later on. I'm getting a bit ahead of myself. It's just a really fun topic for me to talk about. But to start with, I do want to sprinkle a little bit of gratitude. (laughs) I think that a sprinkle of gratitude is becoming a thing on my podcast episodes, but I think it's really great to practice gratitude. You guys will know this. I wanted to sprinkle a little bit of gratitude towards my trainer. I have had a nerve irritation situation that's currently going on and because I've had to dramatically change the way that I train really quickly, I have just really appreciated his support and just letting me know that it's okay. I already know that it's going to be fine, but just having that support is really, really great and I'm very thankful for it. But yeah, like I said this week, my training has changed a lot and I love love the way that I train, but it's also allowed me the opportunity to look at my weaknesses and where I can improve there because things that I can kind of train right now are things that I'm not as confident in. So for example, cardio and legs I don't love them and this kind of gives me the opportunity to work on those a little bit more build my build some more confidence in that section so I'm not overly upset that I have injured myself it definitely does suck and a big part of my thinking is about longevity so I don't want to do anything that's going to cause any permanent damage to myself so if that means that I can't train upper body for a week or two, that's totally fine. I think we're going into some rehab this week after I've rested all week. So that'll be great. I'm just, I'm very excited to see how I actually recover from this and hopefully I'll be stronger than ever. Okay, so let's get into habits. I personally used to have a lot of really bad habits. Well, what I thought were bad habits, it definitely depends on perspective as to whether you think they are or not. But for me, I didn't love my habits. They didn't excite me. I didn't feel like I was achieving anything from what I was actually doing. And there was no purpose or intention behind a lot of things that I was doing on a daily basis. So because of that, I really decided to have a good look at how I can change them to actually benefit me. So I'm consistently thinking about whether or not my habits are benefiting me long term. Are they actually going to help me build the life that I want? I also want to be modeling a good lifestyle for my kids. So things like brushing your teeth and, you know, having a regular shower, regular time, exercising, choosing good food, um, making sure that you're organized, all of those kinds of things. I wanted to model to my kids so that as they grow up, they are building habits and there are structures in their 
you know, in their brains that are benefiting them long term. So I'm going to share eight things that I learned from the book Atomic Habits. Now, if you haven't read this book, I would highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite books that I think I've ever read. And if you can put these things into practice when you're trying to change habits, they will really help you out. Like you will be helping yourself out by implementing these things. So the first thing is always, always, always start small. You've got to break your habit down into small, manageable actions that you can actually do consistently. It just makes it so much easier for you to get started and build momentum and slowly build that trust within yourself. So for example, you want to get into the habit of waking up earlier. So you currently wake up at 7, 7.30 a.m. and you want to be waking up at 6 a.m. You need to figure out what is sustainable for you to create the habit so that you don't actually break down and burn yourself out. So I remember a few years ago when I started, when I wanted to start waking up earlier, I should say, I went from waking up at, I think it was 6.30 a.m. to trying to wake up at 4 a.m. for no good reason. I'll tell you no good reason. I just started doing it. I burnt myself out. I was so exhausted that I physically could not continue waking up at 4 a.m. Sometimes this works for people and I think that that's like that's great if that works for you. Personally I had to do it in increments so I went from waking up I was in no rush this was a personal habit that I wanted to build and so I cut it back in 15 minute increments. I went okay well I wake up at 6 30 now I'll just wake up at 6 15 until I was comp like my body clock started waking me up at 6 15 then I started to make it six and I slowly pulled it back that way. And I think that that's a more sustainable way to do it personally. I also adjusted what time I was going to sleep and making sure that I was aware of how I was feeling throughout the day, because if I was too tired, that indicated to me that there was something that needed to change. So the second thing is to make it obvious for yourself. So create a visual cue that will remind you to do your habit. So for example, for me, when I'm working on my laptop, I have a drink bottle right next to the screen so I can see it in my peripheral vision. Um, and that reminds me to drink water throughout the day. I can, I hate that I can see something and not do it. So for me, if I can see my drink bottle and I know that it's right there and I'm not drinking the water, it reminds me to drink the water. So the third one is to make it attractive for yourself, make it enjoyable or rewarding in some way. So for me at the moment, I have an, the nerve irritation. So I have been doing so much more biking and walking on the treadmill and I get really bored to be honest. Like I would love to be walking out on the street and stuff, but I like to train really early in the morning. So I don't want to be walking around at 4am by myself. I'm not just not interested in that. So I started watching lectures or, and podcasts on YouTube. So because of that, I am finding it interesting and I'm finding myself wrapped up in this. So by the time that I'm done my, my bike, my bike, my ride or my walk, I'm pretty much, you know, like I'm done by the time that I finish this video, which I absolutely love because I'm still getting my exercise in and doing something that is a consistent habit for me already and still being able to enjoy it in some way. The fourth thing is to make it easier for yourself. So remove any obstacles or anything that's going to make it difficult for you to complete that habit. I put my activewear in the bathroom every night so that in the morning I have no excuses to get myself out the door and to the gym. I put everything from my, my socks, my full outfit, my gym shoes are right next to it as well. I literally make it so simple and easy for myself that if I gave myself any excuse it would be like a pretty poor one to not go <laughs> that's the point like make it really really easy for yourself that you're like well 
I've done all the groundwork. I might as well just go and do it. The fifth thing is to make it satisfying for yourself. So celebrate your progress and your achievements along the way. I am so big on celebrating your wins consistently. Um, I believe that it keeps us you know, grounded in a sense, if you're like looking at what you've achieved and how, how far you've come, it's really great, but it's also really, really fun. As an example, if you want to save some money, reward yourself with a small treat or activity when you reach a savings goal. So I personally like to have a list of things in my notes app, which whenever I feel like, oh, you know what? I've done really, really well. I will go into my notes app and I have a list of things that I want to buy or an experience that I want to go and do. I'll either book something or I will go purchase something that I've wanted for a while. And it also helps with that delayed gratification as well. So, you know, when you're scrolling and you see something, you're like, I really need to buy that. If you have a list of things that you constantly add to, you can also figure out whether or not you actually want those things. So I think that this is a great way to reward yourself. And I've practiced it myself. I love doing it. Um, It makes everything that I buy more intentional as well as it feels really good to treat yourself as well and not just treat yourself because you're bored or you're looking for something to do like you've actually earned that thing for yourself the sixth thing you can try is called habit stacking essentially habit stacking is building a new habit on top of an existing one i tell all of my friends and family about habit stacking because i think it is such an easy way to build a new habit here's the thing we all already have existing habits it's whether or not we are wanting to change them and what we want our lives look like as to whether or not we're going to change those things. I personally love habit stacking for this reason because there's already there there are good habits that we already do, right? Majority of us have some good habits which we find easy to do now. So all it would be is just finding one of those good habits that you already already do and just adding something else on which you think will be better for your life. And then the seventh thing you can try is environment design. So you essentially just set up your environment to support your habit. So if you want to eat healthier, try to keep healthier snacks on hand and just stop shopping for unhealthy options to put in your pantry. This is something that I've had to do and it has been rough to be honest, but I found that if I'm just doing my grocery shopping when I'm not hungry, we can get through it okay. I know that it makes it harder with things like Uber Eats, but this is also an opportunity for you to then use those things that you want, like treats or whatever that may be, to celebrate your progress and make it satisfying for yourself when you achieve something. A great way to implement all of these strategies is to habit track. Habit tracking is just keeping a record of each time that you perform the habit that you want to incorporate into your life. You can use something like a calendar or a habit tracker app. There's a bunch of books out there that you can buy, which are habit trackers as well. But you can also just use an Excel spreadsheet. It doesn't have to be overly complicated. If you want it to be pretty, you can go buy a habit tracker or an app or something like that. But yeah, I've in the past have used just an Excel spreadsheet, but yeah, the, the pretty ones are always fun too. Habit tracking is a really good way to monitor what you're doing and then you can also reward yourself and make it satisfying for yourself that you have completed those habits and and as those things start to become a part of your daily routine and it becomes something that isn't too difficult for you you can always change things around um, test and measure and see what works and what doesn't work and if you've got a habit tracker why what is the reason that you're not checking something off every day? Habit tracking is a really good tool for self-awareness as well. You can kind of track trends in your behavior and 
keep yourself accountable, keep yourself motivated, as well as identify anything that's kind of a challenge for you and that's preventing you from sticking to those habits that you want to incorporate into your life. At the end of the day, a lot of this comes down to discipline and the self-talk that you have and the consistency that you want, the why for each thing. If you can really understand the reasoning behind why you want to do something, it does make it a little bit easier for you to stick to it. And if you can remind yourself of that consistently as well, what your main goal is, and if that's something that you really want, you can slowly change your habits and don't expect it to happen overnight. I will always say that. Don't expect yourself to go cold turkey and make everything like completely flip your life overnight. It does take time. Allow yourself the grace and compassion. Be kind to yourself as you do make changes in your life. Make it sustainable for yourself and you'll be patting yourself in the back saying like, I'm freaking awesome. Anyways, that brings me to the end of the episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed this one. If you do have any feedback for me, please let me know and don't forget to tag me in any stories. I have absolutely loved seeing the stories and the messages that have come through. I did just start an Instagram page about time for the rise of her podcast but I haven't really posted anything on there I am so grateful for you all thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast and I will be in your ears next week bye thank you again for listening to the rise of her podcast I am a one woman show so if you have a moment to leave a review I would really really appreciate it thank you again and bye for now